Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. Welcome to the show. So go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hi everyone. I am Nika of Financially Winning and I help individuals win with their finances in four main areas, which are budgeting, debt payoff, saving, and building wealth through investing. I love it. So financially winning, which obviously we would all want to have happen, right? Like all of us want to have financial freedom, financial independence, build generational wealth. So, you know, this is going to be a great episode to kind of hear your perspective and and your story um, as far as how you got to this place and now how you share that information with other people. So I appreciate you uh, coming on the show and being willing to, to share your gems. So how did you even get into this, this realm, um, you know, helping other people to win financially? Yes. So I actually came from an accounting and business background. So that is what I studied in school. Um, I have a bachelor's degree in accounting. I also have an associate's degree in business, and then I have my MBA. So I am used to, you know, being in business and accounting, and I always enjoyed helping people. So when I began my debt-free journey, paying off over $21,000 of student loan debt in 11 months, I wanted to start sharing more about finances on a larger scale. I felt like I already did that with, you know, my friends and family and just people around me. But I knew that I could do more based on the knowledge that I had and just my personal experiences. I could really reach more people and educate more people about these different finance topics. So I decided to start Financially Winning as a part of my debt payoff journey. Wow, that's really cool. So $21,000 in 11 months you mentioned, right? When was this? So I started my debt payoff journey officially in June 2020. And then um, thankfully for the student loan forbearance, the federal student loan forbearance, I was able to really aggressively attack my debt. And I was able to save up the remaining balance of my debt in May 2021. And since then, I have paid off a total of over $21,000. Wow. Okay, so during the pandemic... Yes. You know, you're you're running into the fire where other people are running out of the fire, right? You're paying down your debt more aggressively and getting on a journey and starting a whole business yes. um, amidst of everything going on. So kudos to you because that is amazing. Thank um, you. you know, of course. One of the huge things that I think comes up is so many people want to win with money, but they don't even know where to begin. They're like, I have no idea where to start? (laughs) And I don't know if that's a question that you oftentimes get, but what would you say as far as where should someone start if they want to start taking control and, and get, you know, in a good position financially? Yeah, I think that's definitely a common question that a lot of people get. Even in my coaching sessions with clients, they're normally like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing, but that's fine. That's what 
we are here for to educate and teach other people of how to get started. So my first thing is you definitely need to be on a budget. And I always say that people, you know, um, associate budgeting with, you know, negative with a negative connotation. But I love budgeting because it literally just gives me a roadmap for how I'm going to be spending my money and I can spend my money how I see fit. So the first thing I would recommend is for people to just start getting aligned with their money and what they have coming in and what they have coming out. If you don't do any type of assessment, which is what a budget helps you to do, is complete an assessment of your money, you would not be able to really understand what's going on. So a lot of people need to begin at that first step, which is budgeting. So the first step is budgeting because it helps you to assess what's happening and decide, you know, what you want to do from that place, which direction you want to go in. Right. Exactly. Um, some, some people either get nervous when it comes to budgeting or they feel overwhelmed by the process and this idea. And you said doing an assessment. Right. So it might be that they have to look through their statements or something like that. For those who maybe it's tough for them to to start digging into the numbers and doing this assessment, you know, what would you suggest for them to be able to get over that hump? Because sometimes people are just um, avoiding, right? Like they think about it, know that they need to do it, but, you know, because of what comes up for them, they avoid uh, taking the time to, to, to make it happen. So what would you say in that situation? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's that fair is, you know, it's valid, of course, because we don't know other people's money traumas and things that they have gone through um, that could have affected their money journey. But one thing I would say is literally just take a bite sized piece and work from there. So you may not know how to budget your entire, you know, um, month as yet, right? But you may just want to start with okay, well, let me just write out all of the income that I have going in. So instead of getting overwhelmed with, oh my God, budgeting, like I don't even understand like how to look through all these statements and things like that. The first thing I would just say is that small. So you would take just your income. What are you getting paid every week or every two weeks or every month from your employer or your business or however you get paid? Just list that income out. And then as you go out, through the month, you go through the month, start, you know, just writing down some of your expenses, start writing down some of your bills that you have coming out as you go. Don't get yourself too overwhelmed with sitting down in one sitting trying to do it all. So if you just break up the budgeting process as you get started, that can help alleviate some of the, you know, possible anxiety that people may have with addressing their finances. Ooh, a whole gem. This is why you will be financially winning if you go ahead and follow, okay, Nika, and get tapped in with her money tools, which we're going to have her share about in a little bit here. Now, you said breaking up your budgeting process. So a lot of times people will, I, we, we call it all or nothing thinking. They think that they have to do all of it or nothing at all. They think they have to completely get rid of having fun if they're going to make progress in their money journey, or they go to the other extreme and all they do is have fun, you know, like all they Exactly. So it's like this. (laughs) Go ahead. And and you don't have to do that. Like that's the that's the thing with budgeting, right? 
And that's about learning and understanding what works for you. Because I may budget a certain way, but that may not work for you. For example, if you budget by paycheck and someone else budgets by the month, that may work for them, but the paycheck budgeting works for you. Or it could be vice versa, where the monthly budget works for you, but the paycheck by paycheck budget works for someone else. So it's all about finding, you know, the best tools and the best methods that work for your financial situation. So I always encourage people to try different things. There are so many different budgeting methods out there. There are different ways that you can budget. You don't have to be an Excel guru. You don't have to be, you know, technology savvy with apps and things like that. If you're just a simple pen and paper person, you can do that. If you do like apps, there's apps for that. You know, there's a lot of different ways that you can budget and there are a lot of different budgeting methods that you can use to find the best one that works for you. I love that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you know, people ask like, what's the best budgeting tool or what's the best budgeting app or whatever the case may be. And, you know, the best answer to that is that it's whatever budget is going to work for you. What system, what tools, what um way of doing things is going to help you to actually execute really, you know, and that's exactly. where use different methods, use different tools, combine them if that works for you. But it's all about that trial and error. You're not going to get budgeting on the first try. It will take a few months of practice. And it doesn't mean that you won't mess up. It just means that you're going to get better at being able to adjust your budget. I still adjust my budget all the time. Things happen. That's how life is, right? Your budget is not that you create this budget at the end of a month for a new month and it never changes. Oh yeah, you're going to have to adjust things throughout the month. You're going to have to adjust things at the beginning of the month, at the end of the month. It just depends on what happened that month. You're just doing your best estimate based on your spending patterns and some of your fixed expenses, like, you know, your rent or mortgage utilities and things like that. So that's what you need to focus on is that you can do this as you continue to practice. It's not just a one and done. Oh man, you're hitting the nail on the head here. Um, and to me, I feel like your budget is the vehicle to like your financial success, right? It's going to be what gets you from one place to another, essentially. Um, and so, you know, you can't be in a vehicle that has flat tires and expect to get to where you want to be, you know? Um, you can't be in a vehicle that hasn't been taken care of or hasn't been started in however long and, and expect for it to run smoothly. So it's really, like you said, a practice because you're going to have to budget whether you have a dollar, you should be on a budget. Whether you have a million, you should be on a budget. So if some people are like, oh, well, I don't have enough money to budget. You definitely should be managing your money. Or if someone is like, oh, I've got so much money, like, you know, I don't need to look at what I'm spending. Mm, it's probably still good to have an understanding of where your money is going, because is it going where you want it to in all other instances? Sometimes we're spending money on things and we don't realize, man, I wish I would have rather have upgraded to first class than to have paid as much as I did at Ross or whatever the case may be. And so for each person, that's going to look a little bit different. And so what it sounds like you're bringing up is a little bit of like that values-based budgeting with, you know, what other, whatever other method, but you said you help people, you know, in um, four of those ways, right? You said budgeting, um, debt payoff, saving and investing, which are the things that, you know, most people are um, seeking to learn about 
especially in the season that we're in now where people are recognizing job security? I think the reason why I say that the budget is basically the fundamental step in getting your finances together is because the budget gives you that overall picture of what is even available to put towards these additional things. What do I even have in my budget to put towards saving? Or what do I have to put towards debt? Or what do I have to put towards investing, right? So if you don't really understand your money with the budgeting side, I can't help you with understanding how you can begin investing and paying off debt and saving like for an emergency fund or just your sinking funds. These are things that I can't help you with. If I can't see where your money is going overall, Mm -hmm. there's very little that I can do. The budget basically provides that roadmap to be able to do those other three things, saving, paying off debt, and investing. So you have to make sure that you understand the fundamentals. And one thing I tell people all the time is you have to make sure that you crawl before you walk. A lot of people want to come in and they get wrapped up with the hype of investing and all of these things. But then you ask them about their budget and they're like, oh, I don't budget. And it's like, okay, well, if you budgeted, you probably could have got some of your credit card debt paid off with that money so that you can have more money to invest and save for other things that you want. Oh, man, you're just dropping some serious gems for us, right? So sometimes people, you know, are putting the cart before the horse and they're saying, I want to do all of this, which is great. Dream big, have goals that are out of this world. However, there's going to be these stepping stones in a, in a, um, a process to be able to get to that place. And if you don't do the foundational work, then you're going to be building a castle of sand, essentially, right? And so it's really important, like you mentioned, to have those pieces um, at the ground level really solid so that as you're putting more and more on top of that foundation, that it'll actually stand the test of time and be sustainable in the long run. Because, you know, winning with money, I'm sure you agree, is a is a long term, is a is a consistent over time game. Exactly. Exactly. It doesn't just like happen overnight. And I always want people to remember that like These people that you're seeing, including me, that, you know, have paid off debt and we have done this and we have done that, we didn't get there in one night, right? Like we built up the momentum and did the work to get to that point. So don't look at other people's stories as like, well, I can't do it in 12 months or I can't do it in two years or three years. My debt is going to take me forever or I can't save my emergency fund in that fast of a time. You have to worry about focusing on your path and you have to worry about building your own success. Yes, you can use other people as an inspiration to you, but it's not where if I can't do it in the same time that they did it, then I can't get it done, right? Don't get distracted, you know, focus on your own path. You have your own financial goals and just make a plan. Yes, I love it. So, you know, I'll talk to people and they'll say, you know, I want to be debt free by 35 or I want to be debt free by, you know, a specific time in their life, which I think is great to have an idea of where you want to have executed um, something by because then it creates 
urgency and seriousness, but then you have to also back that up with, you know, coming up with whatever that plan looks like. The budget helps you to come up with that plan. Um, And so what I tell people is, because you said, you know, building momentum, which I think is really huge. People want to go from zero to a hundred right away. And cars don't do that. You know what I mean? They, They take time to build momentum and kind of get um, their their velocity up. So even as a person in your money journey, it's going to take these steps that seem rudimentary or not so fun or boring or whatever the case may be. Like you said, I mean, budgeting, I used to think like, oh my goodness. And then I'm like, budgeting, budgeting is bay these days because, you know, I'm seeing like where the money is going. I'm like, Absolutely. oh, I'm like, budgeting is bad. I'm like, is it time to budget again? Sometimes I just be looking at it like, you cute. You know what I mean? Because it's helped to fund our future and create our legacy. So it's sometimes a mindset thing um, as far as shifting the way we see things. Now, and we're not sitting here saying that you have to like go on a date with your budget and drink wine and have so much fun. You may not like budgeting and you may never enjoy budgeting at some point, but it might be a necessary um, step for you to be able to enjoy all the other things you like to do, right? So for yeah. anyone listening, you know, it's really important that you start now. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just let you know, whether it's you tap in with um, financially winning and grab your free money tools, whether it's that you try it on your own, whether it's that you go and you Google it, maybe you start listening to, you know, books and podcasts specific to financial literacy. I say that because, you know, they say the saying goes like summer bodies are made in the winter. And so I'm I'm talking about your money, right? Getting in control of your money now in this season is making it so that you're going to be thriving next year. So what you what you did was last year is when you started getting in control to the to the point that now, right? You have that momentum. And now you're rolling and now all you're doing is adjusting and tweaking and you're benefiting from the opportunities that are coming up for you in this season because of your preparation in the previous season. So I feel like because people don't see the connection between where they're at and the future, that they don't act because they don't see that there's any urgency of whatever, but you never know what could happen. So you need to be acting regardless. You know what I mean? That is so true. Absolutely. I agree. And I think, um, one thing I knew that after I was paying off debt, all of this debt snowball money would eventually end up being my wealth, um, you know, investing money. So I literally turned my debt payoff, you know, to investing. And I just, I have enjoyed that process for sure. Just being able to increase investments and not have to really worry about paying off um, any more student loan debt. Now my focus can be on if I want to save for something, just increasing, you know, emergency funds, adding sinking funds and just investing. You know, I have my Roth IRA. Of course, I have my 401k. I have an HSA. These are all investing accounts that I am using to build wealth. All right. So you want to make sure that you understand the the consequences, I'm going to say. And natural consequences can be negative or positive. Sometimes there's good consequences. You having got on your money journey last year created the positive consequence of you being able to increase investing this year. 
fund those sinking funds for travel or whatever it is that you want to do and whatnot. However, people need to also think about the, the not so fun consequences of not getting in control because it's costing not just money. What do you see as differences for those who struggle uh, with getting in control and, and starting to win with their money versus those who, you know, when they work with you or when you hear about their story, they they have certain characteristics or a certain approach that you're like, oh, they're going to get it and they get good results. What are those differences that you see between those two people? Yeah, I think one of the main differences is just the drive, right? Just that drive to want to do well with their finances. There are people, you know, they say that they are like doers and then there are just people who say they're going to do. And a lot of the people that come to me for one-on-one coaching, for example, they are definitely doers, but they just needed a little push. They just didn't have all of the tools or the resources that they needed to succeed, but they had that drive and that end goal for, hey, I want to be able to learn how to budget, or I do want help with paying off my debt, or I'm having struggle with saving and things like that. So one of the things I would say is that difference in regards to just doing. Some people, they say they want to do something, but they never actually take the steps to work towards it. And I say to those people, you can definitely get to where you need to be, but you have to be able to put in the work. Use the resources and the tools that you know, my platform and Jacent's platform that we are giving to you guys, we put out so much free resources and free tools to help you to get started on your money journeys. There's tons of content available online, Instagram, YouTube, just by Googling simple things, you're able to gain and gather information. That's where that self-education comes in, right? We can't really focus anymore on what we were not taught in school because that has already passed. What we can focus in, what we can focus on now is what do we have available that we can teach ourselves? So for example, with me offering coaching, these are direct resources that people can come and get one-on-one help. You know what I mean? So And even if you don't get one-on-one help, there's tons of information on, you know, everyone's Instagram pages and websites that you can just go and learn. There's blogs you can read for free. There's just so much out there. So you have to be willing to want to get the education because we can be out here giving you all the gems, right? But if you don't want to take in those gems, then, I mean, we can't force you, but the information is out there. So One thing I would say is go get it and you have to be dedicated to your goals because no one can force you to be. I love that you mentioned that. And one of the questions that I feel like I often get is, you know, how the people that are getting results, like how is it that they're getting results or what do they do? And like you mentioned, right, they're doers. They And sometimes they don't. People feel like they have to wait until they feel like it. People feel like they have to be confident before they take a leap or or do something new. And I say, you know, some people, some people will not necessarily ever feel confident. Like as far as speaking goes, I always get nervous and I literally 
am a therapist as a, for work. You know what I mean? Like all I do is public speaking and I get nervous every time. But I, if I were to listen to being nervous or having a fear around public speaking, then I never would be, you know, in my profession. And so some things you have to do, you have to have the courage to do it scared or to do it, you know, unsure or to do it. Um, but that's where the investing piece I think is helpful because of course we can go on YouTube and podcasts and blah, blah, blah. And there's, there's a lot that you can get done with free information. However, because there's so much information out there, you might be quilting together a plan that actually doesn't make sense. And is contrary to you hitting your goals. So that's where at some level, I think that it's always helpful to invest in an accelerated path. You go to Disneyland and you be looking at the people that have the fast pass and you mad because you wish you had a fast pass. They paid for the fast pass. Right. So you can pay for the fast pass, right? By investing and in getting support from someone who will accelerate your process because they're going to help you come up with a thorough strategic plan specific to you, not just a YouTube video that's general, that it's going to help you to progress and be able to reevaluate. And so I think that is the piece where people, um, a lot of us have to reevaluate our mindset on, you know, okay, let's go ahead and think about what it would be like to invest in getting support. So there's different hesitations I'm sure people have, um, but those are things that you need to address with yourself because how far back is that pushing you? You know what I mean? If people will spend however much money at the store, but they won't spend to invest in themselves and in their knowledge and in a, a thorough plan. If you invest, if I if I told you to pay me a hundred dollars and it, paying a hundred dollars is going to make you a thousand dollars, yes or no? You know what I mean? We would say yes every time. Like, how many times can I do it? How, let, let's do, let's keep on doing it over and over again, right? But our brain isn't, um, you know, helping us to see that when we invest, we're getting a return that is beyond the investment that we've made. And I think that's a mindset thing. But you also mentioned, right, free tools. So tell us about these tools that people can go ahead and, and jump into grabbing from you and how it'll help them out. Yes, absolutely. So if you visit my website, www.itsfinanciallywinning.com, so I T S financiallywinning.com. You can grab a copy of my free money toolkit. And this is a beginner resource to help you get started with understanding your money. For example, there's like a free budget sheet in there for you to get started with budgeting. There's templates in there for you to get your goals written down, your target debts. There's also a free savings tracker for your emergency fund in there. Sometimes people do need those visual trackers. So I basically combine all of those resources in a money toolkit and you can grab that for free on my website. Ooh, y'all just got leveled up. So don't say we didn't do nothing for you. We just <laughs> doers are the ones that are making progress and seeing the results in their lives. Um, and you are a doer. You may say to yourself, I'm not this, I'm not disciplined. I'm not consistent. I'm blah, blah, blah. Today, we're going to start taking on a new identity and we're going to start saying, I execute, I get things done. I'm making progress in my money journey. There are resources that are available to me and I use them. And I'm grateful to have the opportunity to learn from 
whoever, right? So today, make today the day that you go ahead and download those free money tools that you make sure and tap in with um, financially winning so that you're able to stay on track and have that motivation and information to bolster your financial literacy um, and ask questions. You better slide in somebody's DMs. I just invited you into, I, I just invited you into DMs. <laughs> It's open. It's open for sure. So yeah, you guys can DM me questions. And I think don't be afraid because sometimes it's like, oh, I don't want to really ask. I answer questions all the time. Um, I love getting questions. And I love when people just engage with my content as well, because I want to make sure that I'm always reaching the people that need to be reached. And I always want to say that it's not one size fit all. I never approach a situation with someone as well. This is what works for every single person. That is why, as Jacent said, sometimes you need to have that investment into yourself by working with someone, you know, individually, because then that person can really help you to develop and curate that plan. For me, for my clients, I make sure that I create a um, personalized action plan. So they always get an action plan at the end of their sessions that literally details all the steps and the things that they need to do. So that is such a good point that you made earlier about people trying to invest in themselves. Um, but that then you can also combine that with the different resources and tools that's readily available. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We could keep chatting for ages because we didn't even get into like saving strategies and like where to begin with investing. Like there's so many different things. So maybe we'll have to have you come back. But, you know, I truly appreciate you for discussing with us how to get started on this journey, how to be consistent on this journey, because you ain't going to make a budget one time that's going to last you forever. You're going to have to consistently make a new budget. And that's going to be your vehicle to financial success, to be financially winning. All right. So make sure to follow Nika at Financially Winning. Winning. I'm going to let you tell the the, where they can find you at so so that you say it right um, and they <laughs> with you. So where can they find you and connect with you? Sure. So my website, as I had mentioned earlier, is www.itsfinanciallywinning.com. So you can also read blog posts on there as well. And that's how you can connect with me for direct help, which is one-on-one coaching. You can see the packages that I offer. Then you can, of course, follow me on Instagram and on Facebook and on TikTok as well. I am very active on Instagram. So I constantly just post tips and resources via my feed, stories, reels, all of that um, for the month of September. So for you guys that will listen to this afterwards, of course, the information will still be on my page. There will be an IG highlight. So you can always refer back. I am currently doing a 30-day finance series where For the entire month of September, I have been posting money tips on those four areas that I talked about earlier, which is budgeting, saving, debt payoff, and wealth building through investing. So these are tips that you can always go back to my Instagram page and check out as well. Oh, you are lovely. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate you. And we are cheering you on. We'll make sure to come over there and like, comment, subscribe, all the things, engage, um, and maybe even send a DM with a question after we get these free money tools. So I appreciate you. And I'm super excited to see how, you know, your impact continues to grow just because it's really important that we all 
support each other in learning and growing. And that in and of itself is generational wealth. It's not just about your family. It's also about the impact you have in general, touching people's lives. So got to give you your flowers. And I truly appreciate you for coming on the show. That is so true. And thank you so much. I definitely am very thankful to be on this podcast. And thank you again for the opportunity. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.